Welcome to the Jack of All Nerds show coming to you from the Nerds Like Us midnight screening of Weird Science here at the Vista Theater in L.A. I'm the Jack of All Nerds, Michael Maxwell. Joining me, as always, uh, the Gary to my Wyatt, Derek Murray. I guess. Is, is it the Gary to the Wyatt or the Wyatt to your Gary? Either way, I'm good. There's some philosophical <laughs> debate there. <laughs> Uh, and joining us on the microphones right now, Mr. Nerds Like Us, Bernie Bregman. Hi, everybody. How's it going? Bernie Bergerman. All right. Every time. Always. Always. I'm never going to not do it. You yeah. know, one of the, I'm, gonna, I, I'm going with some new branding. It's going to be like MCB, I think. <laughs> um, I can know. get on board with that. But the logo will like be squared, you know? Oh, I can totally get on board yeah. with that. Do you ever, when I, you're yeah. on our show, do you ever feel like Rodney Dangerfield? Like you just don't get no respect? I just don't get no respect. This guy can't pronounce my name. <laughs> <laughs> so, Bernie, what is going on in the world of nerds like us? Dude, man, bro. That's, um, that's a lot. <laughs> a lot. It's a lot yes. of maleness right then. Ah, <laughs> uh, jeebs. Uh, let's see. So, um, uh, we have Weird Science Midnight Screening tonight with, um, uh, we'll try it as Elon Mitchell Smith, uh, the, the star of the show, uh, Wyatt. Sounds like a reasonable pronunciation of the right? name. Um, and then tomorrow morning... So I'll get about four hours sleep after this. Um, tomorrow morning, I am in a, uh, you're going to love this, Michael. Okay. A dinner theater murder mystery. <laughs> what? <laughs> I, I do love it. It is Doctor Who Done It, Voyage <laughs> wow. of the Damned Whovians. <laughs> so that's yes, awesome. Yes, I will be in that tomorrow. Uh, uh, it's actually a lunch theater, I guess, would be more appropriate. On the Queen Mary, a haunted nice. ship. Oh, okay. Um, in theory, if you believe in that. Um, and so it's a Doctor Who themed murder mystery uh, with a bunch of uh, Doctor Who cosplayers um, with a script written by Isaac Pierce of Time and Space Cosplay, um, who does a great 10th Doctor. Um, a lot of fun. It sold out a few weeks ago. One show only, um, but that's super cool. Um, and I'll be playing the Black Guardian, old Doctor Who villain. But yeah, back to back with that. And then um, I am in full court press promotional mode for Atlantic City Boardwalk Con, um, which I've been talking about for like eight months. But it is now upon us next week. I will fly to Atlantic City where I will produce three nights of after party entertainment. Oh, my God. For a major East Coast convention um, and uh, all sorts of stuff appearing as a cosplay guest, you know. Costume contest panels, the whole nine. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, and I, of course, when I'm out there, we'll make some time for some of the most excellent cheesesteaks in, <laughs> well, in, yeah. in the world. Um, I, I will not, by the way, for those of you that visit Philadelphia and don't know, yes, Pat's and Gino's are the most famous, but they are watered-down tourist traps these days. I will go to Tony Luke's on 39 Oregon Ooh. Avenue. That's where, where you really go to get a great cheesesteak. Uh, when I land in Philly, and then I'll go directly to Atlantic City, where I will also have a cheesesteak um, at Dino's. So if you there guys you are it. stuck in Bernie, he just gave you his play-by-play itinerary. I'll be, yes. at, uh, be at the Atlantic City Convention Center. You can probably find me very easily if you want to stalk me. Um, yeah. So that's going to be awesome. And then uh, two weeks following that, uh, I was uh, just contracted to go out as a guest to Phoenix Comic Con. Um, where I will not only be a cosplay guest um, and on like five or six panels like there putting oh me to God. work. Um, but I will be, uh, hosting a Q and a and a screening of the Rocky horror picture show Nice with the stars, of the Rocky horror picture show, Barry Boswick, who played Brad, what little Nell Campbell, who played Columbia and <sighs> lady Patricia Quinn, who this played Magenta. Guy. It's good to be the king. So yeah, it must be nice. Is it, um, do you just look down at everyone and just, <laughs> 
No, Sipping I mean, that, coffee. Well, look, look, he can't get too high in my, just for anyone, because this is an audio medium, uh, we're all standing on a street corner with bras on our heads. Only True. if I can, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll say that I'm looking down on everyone if I can uh, bring back uh, Prima Nocta. <laughs> <laughs> I probably just lost the uh, body for that one. <laughs> so weird, weird science. Where did the, where did the inspiration come from to do this? I know it's the 30th anniversary, correct? 30th anniversary. I love the film. I actually did screen it five years ago, um, when I started the series. Didn't realize that that was the 15th or 25th anniversary, rather. Mm. Um, and was like, you know what? I kind of want to bring back some year one stuff and see how it would do now that we've built up a following. Um, and I, you know, I just love the movie. And then, uh, our good buddies, the flux capacitors, um, yes. hooked me up with, uh, with Yolan. And so wait, I was did, like, is right, there, cool. is there anyone from eighties movies they don't know? Because that's like, it seems to be <laughs> the thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm not sure. <laughs> I, I, they are some, they're be- very quickly becoming very well connected. Men. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, what, how do you feel about Weird Science? I love, I mean, Weird Science is, it defines the 80s for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, a couple films do that, but it's definitely in the ranks of like quintessential 80s films. So, mm-hmm. A, it has Anthony Michael Hall. That's quite quintessential 80s. Yeah. Yes. Um, uh, it's John Hughes. Yeah. You know, staple of the 80s. Right. Yep. Uh, Little Shermer, Illinois, which is actually a street, <laughs> not a township. Um, from and, and, and derivative, it was Shermerville up until the early 1920s, and then it was renamed Northbrook. Oh. So, in case you wanted to know. Fun facts. Fun facts. Um, anyway, uh, but just, you know, I, I, I kind of started a war on the Nerds Like Us Facebook page um, talking about how I now, with, you know, the, I'm, we're staring up at a marquee of Avengers Age of Ultron. Um, and, uh, you know, we, we, we are looking at a bet. I mean, Ant-Man's coming out, Jurassic World's coming out. Like we are, all those films also feature some very weird science. Um, just true. Not wow. in the same way. I, I, great I, I don't segue, know if I, oh my God. Um, but I, so I started uh. this debate where I, I really believe that the eighties, I now look back on it and that was really more. It was like the prelude. It laid the groundwork for what we have now, which is like the nexus of nerd cinema and entertainment. Yes. Um, I, I mean, people got into a semantic debate about which was the Silver Age and which was the Gold Age. Uh, I don't know which one's considered better. I would say gold is the more precious metal than silver, so the Gold <laughs> Age. And so if we're going to go with that, then I believe we are currently in the Golden Age of nerd cinema, and the 80s was mm. the Silver Age, which is awesome. Laid the foundation for what we got now, but, yeah. you know. Um, that being said, when I think back of some of those quintessential nerd films, I mean, there's really very few that are at the echelon of weird science. I mean, you say it in the same breath with Ghostbusters, Back to the Future, you know, weird science, Goonies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. kind of, that's where it's at. What, because you mentioned John Hughes. I mean, he was, you know, very big in the 80s. All those films, Breakfast Club, Pretty in Pink. Yep. yep. 16 uh, Candles. 16 Candles. Yeah, and like, what is? Are you a fan of his films yeah, in general? Yeah, um, you know what it was is that, uh, um, you know, he was great at that um, kind of teen coming of age, um, you know, w- but with really good comedy. Yeah, uh, he really was uh, witty with the writing, and and it wasn't, you know, today's teen films are like so angsty, and <laughs> and so emo, um. And it's just different. He really made them uh, kitschy and hip and funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, it was great. Yeah. I. What's funny is that Weird Science, out of all his films, 
I would say is it focuses more on the funny. Like it's the more yes. silly of all of that his films. That and uh, uh, Ferris Bueller. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and those two for me are probably two of my favorites. I mean, I love Breakfast Club. I love me some Breakfast Club. Yep. But it does that. That one has a lot of serious moments in it. <laughs> the <laughs> the uh, all just watching you throw Judd your Nelson fist in the air like Judd Nelson, but with a bra on your head. I just can't. I can't do it. <laughs> now, uh, s- some information for you, Bernie. Derek here has actually never seen Weird Science. Whoa! I know. Isn't it crazy? I might, I might sit in the theater just watching Derek's reaction <laughs> to Weird Science, which I've seen like I can't even count. I, I Honestly, I don't know how Weird Science has escaped my cinematic viewings. I, I really don't, because I know uh, I, it's, of course, a movie that's like right up my alley. There's no reason, and there's no excuse. I, no. I, will, I will tell you that. There's no excuse. There's not at all. So I'm I'm actually, but I'm glad that you are able to provide my. If I get to see it at in an actual theater. That's something I didn't get to do. This so, is true. This is true. Something I, I didn't like, get to do. This thing came out when I was six. Yeah. yeah. So maybe I'm the big winner. Maybe I've <laughs> waited my whole life so Yay. that I can so watch I was it in the barely, theater. The I was winner. barely younger than Elon when he made out with Kelly LeBrock. <laughs> it it is amazing. I, I'm to gonna think have about... to ask him about that. Oh yeah, in front of everyone. Absolutely. Uh, it is amazing to think about when I first saw this this film. Um, there's the scene where everything's getting crazy, uh, where they're trying to replicate the experiment. Oh right! And the girl gets sucked out of the, the chimney. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The, now, as the piano a, player, as a boy, uh, oh, the, watching the that scene it was just like, yeah, there's boobs and this girl, and you're just like, oh my goodness, my pants are getting tighter. But now, when I watch it now as an adult. I'm just, I'm like, I'm still like, yeah, that's nice. But I'm also thinking, like, her clothing is very poorly made to just tear off her body like that. And also, like, someone should go help her. Like, nobody's, made in China. nobody's getting concerned. She's lucky there was a pool or a pond out there. Like, I, eh. you'll see, you'll, you'll get the experience tonight. Sure, I, I'm excited. In, but like, in not a, not a 13 year old way, guys. Let's calm down. <laughs> I actually think what is going to be funny for him, if, if he didn't grow up with this, um, is is RDJ in Weird Science is so special? Yeah, yeah. I I'm As actually really looking forward. Yeah, I'm actually really looking forward to seeing. Uh, yes, a young, yeah, a young RDJ. Interesting, also interesting. Uh, not necessarily John Hughes, but uh, Oingo Boingo, of course, does oh, Weird yeah. Science for mm, Weird yes. Science. Features Robert Downey Jr. Another mm. '80s film. Robert Downey Jr. was in Back to School. Oh, also had Oingo Boingo performing Dead Man's Party. There you go. With a very young Tony Stark. Uh, oh, wow. in, in both films. He was he was so brilliant even back then. Yeah. Um I'll tell you, I mean, not to tangent too much, but uh, if you're if you're looking into old RDJ, watch Air America. Oh yeah. Air America yeah. is great. Yep. Yeah. Check it out. Him and yep. Mel Gibson. I've I've actually always been a fan of his. Uh so I, I have no problem going back, even before the, the Iron Man craze. Um even in his heroin binging, he was still, he was still <laughs> quite, my, the, my, quite the actor. My actually, my favorite work, like single piece of his, is Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Oh, oh my god, god, <laughs> so good! And yes. so few people have seen that. Yeah, yeah, it, it flew under the it didn't radar. Farewell at the box office, but like critically, it was like a huge yeah. success. But everyone mm-hmm. saw the sequel, Iron Man Three. So. <laughs> Mixed with a little buddy cop. Yep. Yeah. It was this, it was almost the same yeah, movie. It really yeah. But obviously Kiss Kiss Bang Bang was much better. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny? Normally I yell at um people that leave a Marvel movie early, like, you don't know there's a freaking stinger at the end of it? <laughs> However, 
However, in this yep. one, um, as the gentleman pointed out, there's only the mid-credit stinger and yeah. not the end-of-credit yep. stinger. So now I'm actually going to tear on all the people that come out later having waited for no reason <laughs> because they clearly don't know how the fuck to use the internet yeah. and find out this is the first Marvel film without right. a final they, stinger. They were pretty yeah, that clear was, about it, too. It was it, all over the internet yeah. when, when it happened. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's a modern age, sir. That's, yes. that's how it works. In, in fact, I would question, why do you not have a bra on your head, sir? <laughs> that, uh, yes, yes. <laughs> you clearly did not hear about tonight's weird science screening. Anyway. If, if that's the only reason you're wearing a bra yeah. on your head. Yeah. Wait, I mean, there's a is, weird science screening? Yeah, that's <laughs> it. It is L.A. That's true. I mean, true. look, these are comfortable. Uh, but, that's true. But yeah. weird, weird science. They're, I, I will I tell you what, they're keeping, they're keeping the nip off my ears yes. right now. So it's. <laughs> I, I will also say there have not been nearly enough weird looks for, like, towards, in yeah, our direction. Just, yeah, just an average People Friday like, oh, night. Yeah. All right, whatever. Those three dudes with bras in their heads. It's yeah. just a normal yeah, night that's in LA. normal. It's Hollywood. Normal fare, right? <laughs> you never know what you're going to see. <laughs> Poor Avengers fans. So what, what is, uh, like, your favorite moments from Weird Science? You know, it's funny. I had a premonition in the car. You would ask me this, and I'm sitting here going, oh, man, what, you know, especially, uh, I don't know. Um, I do love the scene in Gary's parents' home. Everything about, like, the interaction with his parents is fantastic. Mm -hmm. um, and also the follow-up with, who's Gary? <laughs> um, that's I a feel, great one. Um, I feel bad, Derek. You're not getting any No, it's fine. I, this whole, <laughs> I'm going to have to go back and re-listen to this podcast, <laughs> and then everything will make sense. Yes. Um, you know, Paxton is phenomenal as Chet. That's yep. what he said. Yeah, I, I'm always down for everything. a Paxton cameo. He, do, he just steals the scene. Every, oh, everything he does, he does though, yeah. he does that. He is just a scene stealer in everything. I love that guy. But th I'm, no, this is like. Oh, is this? Yeah, I actually think he peaked early. I think oh. this was it. Oh, that, um, that actually makes yeah. me really Mo excited. Most of the best quotable lines from this movie are from him. Yep. Makes sense. <laughs> totally makes sense. Yep. Um, if I were to pick another scene other than the, the interaction with his parents, it would probably have to be the, uh, the blues bar. Yes. You know, with the, and, and he's like, ah, chill. She had the biggest titties. <laughs> and like, oh, I had a big titty. Is that Adam Sandler in this movie? Was no. That, no. Okay. That's, right. that's drunken Anthony Michael Hall. <laughs> you scared me uh, there for a at second. At like 16. You know, well, Derek, an interesting uh, pop culture thing nowadays is the whole, like, my girlfriend lives in Canada thing. That's that's featured in this is film. That, is that where it's on? Very okay. prominent. That's actually yes. it's an Anthony Michael Hall running yes. joke. Yeah. Um, it followed him from this to... Or, Whichever order, but this the Breakfast Club, I believe. Okay. Um, yep. And and it's an Anthony Michael Hall joke. Nice. Yeah. The the imaginary girlfriend. In fact, and... we have something for you to give away tonight. Oh, fantastic! Uh, we we bought a Blu-ray that is labeled as the John Hughes collection, but I really think it's just the I Anthony Michael the Hall collection <laughs> <laughs> with this weird with this sixteen candles and Breakfast Club. Yes. All That's right. The one. Yes. Boom, right there. Awesome. <laughs> and, and remember, we're giving it away to the best bra tonight. Is it the best yes. bra? Nice. It's the best Woo! bra contest. <laughs> You're in the running, Mike. Yeah, well, you know, how someone who's obsessed with the Joker as much as I am could not avoid wearing it a is purple very, bra yeah, on his head. It's very fitting. So, <laughs> You know, the role that I'm, I'm performing tomorrow in, in testing uh, how to play the Black Guardian, who's this stodgy old British guy, mm -hmm. um, when reading the way the script was wrote, I really felt like it lended itself to a Hamill Joker. And and in one of the early reads, it was I was just basically doing that for for a good half of it, and I'm like, 
Oh, man, that would be perfect, but I can't sustain this for a, a two-hour show. <laughs> yeah, that is, that I've, had, I've been on two other shows where they've asked me to, like, call in as the mm-hmm. Joker. And it's, I mean, I can do it, but it's rough to maintain it for oh, so God, long. Oh, God, yeah, yeah, that's hard. Yeah. There's just this one scene, though, that I keep practicing where I slide just into it because it's so written that way. <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah, yeah. I, anyway. I'm, I'm sad that I'm going to miss this now. So I take it you're not. I'm sad be... I have to wake up at 7:45 in the morning. <laughs> God, that sounds awful. I take it you're not going to be at Riverside Prom tomorrow. I will not be at Riverside Prom. Nope. Post Weird Science, I will get four hours of sleep and head to the Queen Mary. This guy, he's an animal. Yep. Lean, mead, nerd machine. <laughs> yeah, that is that, like that is Bernie. All right, that is, is definitely Bernie. Um, yeah, I no, I'm super excited about this. Uh, okay. I, this movie has escaped me for 31 years of my life. So it's so like I I just found out tonight that he yeah, had never seen it. it I was, was almost so like I was almost embarrassed to tell him, so I was just gonna like roll with it and pretend like I've seen it. Uh, but I I can't like, keep the up fact that life for were, so long. You were willing to come down here, put a bra on your head. You've never seen yep. the movie. Yep. I don't know what that says about you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it says about me either. And he's actually. wearing the most accurate bra out of the three of us. <laughs> That's Mike's credit, though. Yeah, I did, I, I did he buy bought them together. So oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, so the story about buying the bras. Oh yeah. So I picked antidote. them out. I was at Walmart. Went up to the cashier. She grabbed the bra first, and she goes, "Did she send you to the store, or did you come yourself?" And I lied my ass off. I was just like, "Yep, yeah, she no, she sent me to the store, yeah." And she goes, "Oh, well, you know, it takes a real man to come to the store and buy a bra for a lady." And I'm just like, "Yep, yep, that's me, real man, right here." <laughs> no, you're a man. Man, a man, a man. No, you're a man, man. Uh, <laughs> orgasmo reference. Love it. Um, but yeah, just and she's like, you go home and you tell her that someone at Walmart said that you're a real man. I was like, I'll probably keep that information I was, to myself. Uh, I was crossing the street and, uh, you know, and just the, holding the bra. But uh, a couple of girls at the corner, they're like, is that a bra? Why do you have a bra? And I'm like, you just never know when it'll come in handy. This is well true. Done. Well done. We yeah. we had somebody just ask us. We had ha, we had these on our head, and somebody asked us like a completely unrelated question. They were like walking by, and he goes, "Hey, how's uh, Age of Ultron?" And we're like, "Oh, it's it's good." Bra still on our head, and he's like, "All right, cool, man. Well, we're gonna check it out tomorrow." And then just walked away. Didn't ask about it. Didn't say a word. Just totally okay. Again, with well, it is L.A., so this this is just this is just a Friday night. Friday night I, yeah. in L.A., bras on their heads, yep. whatever, no yeah. big deal. That's how it happens. Yep. That's how it happens. So, uh, Derek, because you've never seen Weird Science, uh, yes. what is your favorite John Hughes film? Uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Okay, for sure. If you would have said a non-John, you'd be like, oh, no. Back to the Future, guys. I would have socked you <laughs> Actually, in Actually, Star Wars is probably my favorite <laughs> John Hughes film. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I loved Anthony Michael Hall in that. <laughs> Uh, no, my uh, hands down Ferris Bueller. Uh, obviously, I haven't seen Weird Science, but uh, yeah. yeah, I think Ferris Bueller I think tonally, is, uh, Ferris Bueller and Weird Science are very more, similar. More, yeah, they're more similar yeah. than than you know. Say the, the films are going to read pretty similar. Yeah, um, okay. yeah. That's what I love about Weird Science is just a good time. Like it's silly. Like the premise is the most dumb idea you could think of, but. It, it's just executed as such so good. Well, you know, so in, in, in this time period, we're talking about, like, you know, before we really had computers, and so all yeah. we knew about them is that they're futuristic and advanced. Yeah, right. Um, and, and so, you know, in our minds in the 80s, computers could do anything. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 
it right. was just this big, crazy world. Um, and we're just like, oh, a computer? Oh, sure. Oh, yeah, you could create a, a human being with that. Here, I'm just going to... I'm going to start ruining the plot for Derek. I feel like I can't talk no, about I, the movie. I, I know the premise, guy guys. I know, I know the but, general premise of Weird Science. You know, it's like, oh, I'll just feed gonna, in some, some magazine clippings the here and, no, and no, no, spit you guys out are fine. Kelly LeBrock. Yeah, if only. Yeah. <laughs> well, but yeah, you're right, because most like Tron is like that, where it's just, oh, yeah, there's a whole oh, world of computers. Oh, there's a whole going on in the computer. Yeah. We're just too big. And, Who knew? But yeah. the computer can minimize us. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Oh, see, here's all the yeah, all the age are, Ultron people the that, that didn't stayed. know there was no stinger. Sorry, guys. It's all right. <laughs> That's okay. We I knew there wasn't one, and I still waited. Yeah, we were still like, did he lie? Was he <laughs> just, lying? Just in case the internet lied to us, because you know the internet always tells the truth. Yeah. And uh, but yeah, it's all always honest. It absolutely isn't. I have to say the the funny thing about talking to Elon Mitchell Smith is he sounds the same as he did. does. He <laughs> it was years 15. later. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of like did um did you guys were you guys here when Robbie Rist was here for the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? No, no. I think we were like right oh my god after when that. when he just gets excitable he sounds like Michelangelo. Does like, he really? Dude, totally. Like that's just his voice. That's awesome. Even now as a, as an adult. But yeah. that's awesome. Bernie, we have uh, somebody here for a will call. Oh, you. oh, should I like do my job and stuff? Yeah, well, you know, whatever. Right. Whatever, whatever you want. Whatever. It's a lax right. thing. Well, it's been it's... fun. It's been fun talking to you guys. And as soon as Ilan is here, I'll set you guys up and then I'll Absolutely, go set up audio. Sir. Yeah, thanks um, for stopping by, Bernie. Yeah, see Thank you guys you. shortly. Yes, sir. So, yes, getting back to <laughs> weird science. Now it's, now it's weird because you've never seen it. So I don't I know. even know. I know. I don't even know how to talk to you. I can't. <laughs> I mean, you can just talk about how much you love it. I could. I could. I, I do I love it. I know you do. But, um, yeah, so you said Ferris Bueller. Let's just talk John Hughes for a minute. Okay. Because, you know, as, as Bernie had already pointed out, like, the 80s, the teen coming-of-age film, like, that was his thing. Yeah, no, that's, that's what, what he did. he did. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, so... Ferris Bueller. What what is it about Ferris Bueller's Day Off that uh, speaks you to know, you I, I as the man the... you've become, standing uh, on a street corner in L.A. with a bra on your head? Yeah, for sure. Getting pictures taken. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I one thing I do love about Ferris Bueller's Day Off is uh, it's it's one of the first movies I saw where he breaks the fourth wall. Uh, okay. And so I, I've always enjoyed that type of narration because it really isn't done very often in that time period. And so mm-hmm. uh, and it's so playful and it's so. Uh, obviously, like when you're younger, you're just like, I want a day like that. Like, yeah. I, I want to jump on a parade. I want to hijack a fancy car. And then, like, as you watch it, you start to realize, like, he's not a good friend at all. <laughs> he's actually, I would never want to have Ferris as a best friend. Really? No, not at all. See, because I, as a, in high school, I was like Cameron. Like, that was me. Like, all like, in, yeah. you know, keep everything inside. I would have loved a friend. <laughs> Like Paris. <laughs> Loved it. Somebody just kind of break me out of my shell. Yeah. But no, I didn't have that friend. Yeah, it, there, there is something about wanting to have, like, just a total day off and then have it just be, like, the most amazing day ever. Most of the time when you called in sick from school, you were either really sick or you just sat and played video games. Yep. I ditched one time in high school, and that was because I had friends that were older, and they, they're the ones. They broke me out of the shell. Yeah. And I, the whole day... It was not like Ferris is just like, yeah, cool, let's do this, whatever. Yeah, no. I, the whole day, and like we would walk by people, and I would just, they know too much. Like I would just like, <laughs> I was so nervous that we were gonna get caught the whole time, so that I almost couldn't enjoy it. 
That's really But funny. I would have loved it, like even in the weird science scenario, I would have loved a friend that would have just like, yo, man, let's just make it let's make a girl on a computer. <laughs> I I mean, yes. Yes, that that would be awesome. It would have uh yeah. But but it yeah. didn't happen. Thank oh, you. Oh yeah, thanks. That's yep. Yeah. Like you've never worn a bra on your head, sir. <laughs> I know. Like hey, this, nice to meet you. Doing man. Very well. Can we can we talk to you for a minute on these microphones? Yeah, come on yeah, over. Come around. Bernie is around here somewhere. He is also wearing a bra on his head. He should yeah, be hard so he to miss. should be really easy to identify. Yes. Cool. Please, yeah, grab, please grab a microphone, grab a mic. sir. All right. How are you guys? Uh, how are you doing tonight? We're uh, we're doing. I'm, uh, I'm doing excellent now. Yeah, right. fantastic. We're talking. Is, is a good choice for oh, that bra. Thank you. Thank yeah. you so much. It makes my eyes pop. It you does. Know? It <laughs> really does. It matches your eyes very well. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So we're currently standing here talking to the star of Weird Science. I know. Yes. <laughs> I, I was attracted to the bras. <laughs> I'm so glad these things came in handy. <laughs> oh my goodness, this is amazing to meet you, sir. This, I, I, nice to meet big, you too. Big fan. Uh, Thanks, my name's Michael. By the way, Elon, Derek. Hi. Hey, nice to nice meet you. Nice to meet you. Thank you. Um, my God, so many questions that I want to ask Do you, you really? right now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, first off, I mean, because I'm sure everyone asks you the general questions like, what was the best part of filming Weird Science? But I actually, I dug into your back background a little bit, and I know that you actually started as a, as a ballet dancer. Like, that was where you kicked it all off, and then that's where you were discovered. Yeah, that's right. I was a ballet dancer starting from the age of five. That is wow. nuts. Yeah, and I, uh, we were living, I was born in New York, and we were kind of back and forth to New York um, from the town of Massachusetts where I was living. And uh, for some reason, a casting agent cast a film out of, uh, out of the ballet school that I was in, at the um, Joffrey Ballet School. And, uh, and I managed to book it, and so from then I, I was an actor. And that's wow. it, just you like never went, never looked back. Or? No, I did it for for that was when I was eleven, and um, I danced all the way up until the time I was almost eighteen, and then um, I was at a different school, and the and the Russian lady called me in and was like, Elon, you must choose now." And I was like, <laughs> uh, "All right, I guess <laughs> I'll choose the one that's easier." <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, that's such a wild transition to go from like. Yeah, I mean nowadays I think it happens more often than than you yeah. think, but uh yeah, that's Yeah. All right. So getting back to weird science. Yes. Then, um what what was your favorite part about making this film? I mean, it's such a like did you think when you were making this that it would be become this like classic now? You know, um I think you always hope that the that the stuff that you're going to do is going to be seen by a lot of people yeah. and um and so I hope that it was, but and I knew that it was funny, and I knew that John Hughes uh, like couldn't write something bad. Yeah. Um. Uh. But I was kind of holding on for for whatever it was worth and seeing. But I don't know. I I think I'm older than than you are. When it first came out, it wasn't that huge. Like yeah. Yeah. Um, nobody like I feel like more people recognize me after the fact, like like years afterwards, than they did mm. right after that movie. And so um, it just didn't seem like it made that big of a splash and then it kind of uh picked up a cult following over the years yeah, and yeah. Became much bigger than than when it first came out mm -hmm. what did uh what was like your favorite moment about filming it like where was it working with kelly lebrock was it making out with kelly lebrock was it um <laughs> yeah <that's, laughs> everybody likes to ask that question about <laughs> making out um 
Uh, the people that I worked with were all wonderful. Um, I really liked hanging out with uh, some of the crew members mm -hmm. a lot, but I also loved all the people that I uh, that I worked with, Judy especially, who mm -hmm. played opposite me. Um, I loved her and Suzanne, the, the blonde woman. Um, yeah, and I just remember it was uh, funny all the time. There was always something to laugh about mm -hmm. on that set. Did you and uh, Anthony Michael Hall, did you guys get to spend a lot of time like off camera? Because your, your on-screen chemistry is so great like you just you feel like you guys have been best friends since childhood <laughs> yeah um we did spend some time together um i i was moving back to new york full time right at the moment that i booked that and um so anthony michael hall and i went to the same high school which is a school for professional children so after i booked it but before we started shooting he and i were at the same school and we oh. hung out and he really kind of took me under his wing and showed me around um which was great, but you know, the chemistry that you see there is one kid, Wyatt, who doesn't really know what's going on, <laughs> and, and the other kid, Gary, kind of like running the show and yeah. pushing everything, yeah. and that's, I mean, he was much more experienced as an actor than I was, especially as a comedic actor, um, and that's more or less like how our relationship was, like he told me how to do things and he was pushing it, and like, uh, he knew how to push the envelope in all the right ways for comedy, yeah. and I was kind of following along and a little bit lost. So a lot of what you're seeing there is real. That's cool. All right. And then uh, I, now you're a professor, correct? I am a professor, yeah. I'm a That's... professor at Cal State Long Beach in the English department. See, that oh, is nice. like, I, makes me, now I have, I have my associate's degree, kind of makes awesome. me want to go get the, get the bachelor's degree and request can we, can we ask? I just want that class. class. I, no, I have no major. I just want to yeah, yeah. take this class. I just, I just want to be in the class. I, I said that that would be disappointing for you. It'd be like, okay, yeah, the kid from Weird Science talking about Chaucer. That's, no, no, that's I, fine. I, I'm hey, up English, English was my thing. It's my jam. I'm a writer. It's so just, Mike, cool. it's just Mike in the bathroom or in the back of the classroom like, tell us more about your acting career. <laughs> have you ever had a student show up with a bra on their head? No, that has never happened. <laughs> Mike, well, we'll be I'm going to make it first. I'm going to make some <laughs> yeah, history. Okay. Good. We'll wait be for like that. your oldest student and have a bra <laughs> in my head. <laughs> and I read somewhere that you're into tabletop gaming. Yeah, can I'm we, a huge tabletop we, gamer. Can we just be best friends? Just I can <laughs> switch. I, this, That's you yeah, guys there's, can, there's are you, a you can replace I am, me. Oh, yes. What do you play? I well, I play uh, Dungeons and Dragons. Is, yeah, is my jam. Of course, that has to be the first game you mentioned. Yeah, is that is that your card right there with that the D twenty. That is yes, yes it is. Yeah, my lucky D twenty. What? Yeah, carried around in your pocket. Wow, yeah, from the mid eighties that one is. Yeah, an OG one. <laughs> OG, that's right. I'm gonna hug you before this night is over. Yeah, no, I'm a big. I've like designed my own tabletop game. I love Dungeons and Dragons, Pathfinder. Uh, oh, cool. Way back right. when I was in high school, I started in Vampire the Masquerade. All right. So yeah, yeah. Do you live action? Oh yeah. No, yeah. no, 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 no. I've never LARPed. I've never LARPed. <laughs> a lot of those vampire guys are, are big LARPers. Yeah, yeah, I know. I yeah. Know. Are you playing fifth? Not to nerd out too much right now, but are you playing fifth? <laughs> no, we, that's what we do. <laughs> you can do it. <laughs> we were playing fourth, uh, kind of reluctantly, and then uh, we switched to Pathfinder. Sure. Well, we, we all did. We yeah. haven't. Yeah, we haven't jumped back over to fifth yet. Are you playing fifth? Yeah, I'm loving fifth, man. It's a return in a lot of ways to everything that I that I'm, I liked about Dungeons and Dragons before fourth. I may have to check it out then. Yeah, yeah, I'm really enjoying it. All right. All right. Yeah. Now, do you? Uh, what else do you do with tabletop games? Like, I know you. Uh, I'm a. I'm. I'm just a big gamer. I mean, like, I spend a lot of time at my job because I love it, mm -hmm. and I love medieval literature, and I'm, and I have a lot of interest in that area. But um, in my free time. 
Um, I like spending time with my family, uh, but a lot of what I do with my kids is tabletop gaming also. So That's I'm always so awesome. at the, you know, in Los Angeles, there's three big gaming uh, conventions, and mm -hmm. I'm always at those if I can't, unless I, something else takes me away. Um, so I'm a huge miniature gamer. Okay. All right. Um, what do you play? Uh, I think if you name it, I probably play it. <laughs> I, I, I really like historical miniatures. Okay. Um, uh, recently I've broken up with Warhammer and, um, and I don't think I, and I don't know if I'm going to go back. A lot of people are jaded about Warhammer and I'm mm -hmm. one of those people. I haven't played like miniatures gaming in a very long time. I actually still like, I paint a lot of figurines for oh, cool. Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, yeah. That's a great way to do but, it. But like Warhammer was just like when I was in high school, it was so expensive to play. It is. It's hugely expensive. And the thing is like the guys who, the guys who did the best Warhammer miniatures, like, um, you can get their historical stuff, which looks basically the same for a third of the price or, or like. A fifth of the price. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, right now there's a game called Lion Rampant that my club is playing a lot of. And it's really good, really fast. You don't, have, you don't need that many miniatures. And so mm -hmm. if I was going to plug any game, that would be the miniatures game that I would plug right now. Okay. What, what is that uh, about? Uh, it's, uh, if you were a gamer, you will recognize the miniatures being very close to Warhammer Bretonian. Okay. And so what that translates to historically is like, 13th century knights or knights in their most knightliness. So like heraldry and like big cloth, like um, barding on the horses that are that's all painted in nice big colors. And uh, and so knights and infantry fighting out a little skirmish. Okay. That's nice. Like, so is it a smaller, when you say a little skirmish, like smaller scale? Yeah, it's a little bit smaller. I think the move in, in you know, the, the big set piece battles that are represented by Warhammer Fantasy and some of the other historical games have kind of moved towards... Um, games like Saga and Lion Rampant where you have maybe like 20 figures or 30 figures mm -hmm. as opposed to like That's 200. What I remember uh, Necromunda and Mordheim. Sure, yeah. We still play Mordheim uh, in the club. I, what? Yeah. Oh my god. I have, look, I, I bought and painted up a set of Skaven because I had a co-worker who was like, we're going we're gonna to do this. He bought figures and then never painted them. We never played. All right. I come down all this in, in Bellflower. There's a game store called The Guildhouse. And that's where my club meets to play. You come down next time we have a big Mordheim table, and you can bring your scave and you do a special spot podcast for it. I'm going to look this up right now. I, I just want you guys happen. to know I don't do either one of those things. Yes, he doesn't. <laughs> so <laughs> listening to this whole conversation was like watching Telemundo. <laughs> yeah, your whole audience just uh, tuned out. There's like one person who's like super excited now, and everybody else is like, oh, maybe I'll listen it's, to it. But it's like the one nerd thing that, that I, I haven't participated in yet. But tell them why. Tell them why you have Because I know I'll love it. Yeah, that, that's that's absolutely why. That seems an odd reason, it, to avoid doesn't it? it? I just yeah. I, well, I, he's also he's a stand-up comedian, so he doesn't have a ton of time for it. That's, is the that's also true. That is that is also true. Yes, uh, <laughs> but yes, I, I know that I would love it, and I just don't. I still have a little bit of like that. Oh, I have to kind of be cool thing going on, but I should just admit. I I'm actually, not. I just wrote a I just wrote a um an article about that for a, for a blog called uh, Forces of Geek. Mm -hmm. And it's all about gaming in the '80s and and kind of gamer shame and and that tension between like doing a thing you love and yeah. feeling like a little bit embarrassed about it. Yeah, I think that's over now. I think, I, and it is. And I I yeah. just haven't fully no. gotten over it. But my girlfriend has been nagging to actually play, and oh, yeah? she's she's even more. She has a more of an issue with it than I do because she actually <laughs> used to get made fun of for like being a huge nerd. So she's still trying to like break out of the whole. She's like really in the yeah. closet about how much nerd but she is. Actually, there's still a lot of people. I was telling somebody about this recently. Actually, it was on our show that the group that I game with 
it's, uh, they're like, two of them are lawyers, two of them are teachers. Like, the room we play in is decorated like a medieval, like, tavern in this lawyer's That's house. That's awesome, yeah. None of them will admit openly, out in no. public, that they play Dungeons & Dragons. Yeah, we still have that. I mean, I, I would make the argument that every depiction of Dungeons & Dragons in the popular media either positions you to feel sorry for kids who don't fit in, yeah, um, yeah, and look down on them, or to just outright despise them. And I think the community does that. And um, I, I think every every time you see it, that's what's going on. And so there's still a little bit of that mazes and monsters left in the gaming world. Yeah, mm -hmm. I think Tabletop Day is a huge step forward for gamers. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah we can't even get a good Dungeons and Dragons movie to spark some interest. Come oh, on, no, yeah, those are horrible. <laughs> they yeah. are. Like if you if you knew nothing about Dungeons and Dragons, you're like, well, I'll go see the movie and maybe I'll play the game. You would never play no, the yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad I never saw the movie then. <laughs> There's still hope, Mike. <laughs> oh, and I know you were also in the uh, Superboy, yeah, TV series yeah. as well. Yeah. How no. was that? How was that experience for you? That was great. I really liked that. I I kind of hoped that more people had seen that because it was so much fun and um. That was, you know, as a um, as a super huge nerd, that was the moment when my acting came closest to my heart, kind of. You know, <laughs> like like Weird Science was uh, was a representation of who I was, and Superboy was like a representation of what I was interested in. And so I was totally, and I was hanging out with like editors from DC who became quite a big deal, like Mike Carlin, who I'm still in touch with. Mm -hmm. um, but just not very many people saw it. But it was a great time. I loved it. Yeah, and That's he, awesome. that. Um, What's funny is the the whole like controversy that happened over like you can't get the seasons that you were in with the, when they switched over to actors like none of, I can't find that stuff on DVD or Blu-ray anywhere. Yeah, there's some there's something keeping that from from being more wide. I mean, yeah, there's some sort yeah. of a lawsuit or something between like the owners and yeah, but stuff like, like that happens. I mean, I did I another know. movie at one point called The Wildlife, and mm -hmm. um, the uh, writer of The Wildlife was Cameron Crowe who was locked into all kinds of great music. And mm -hmm. so um, uh, Eddie Van Halen ended up doing a lot of the soundtrack. And, I, and what I've heard is that the, the, because that he did the soundtrack, it's very hard to turn it into a DVD because mm. the, yeah, it would just be way too expensive. It sucks because yeah, right. like like generations now are never going to experience that. Right. We get, like with Superboy, we get the first season, which is far, far less good than when they switched over actors. I mean, no offense to the first guy, but... Yeah, I mean, I didn't know the first guy. I thought yeah, he did a pretty good job, too, but you Jerry was really good as a super, yeah. super boy when I got there. And Stacy Heideck, who was there for the whole time, like, yeah, she's she was wonderful. I'm series. still friends with her, and she's one of my favorite people. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. It's, well, I, you know what? So, I'm so glad that you stopped here and talked to yeah, us. Yeah, thanks, thanks very no, much. This, this has been a, a huge honor. Time. Yeah. This has been yeah. great. Thank you so much, man. Great to meet you, and look me up, and we'll do some more time. Absolutely. I'm going to... More time stalk you because I, I want this. I, you have no idea how much I wanted to play. And then to hear that you guys still play, I was just like, yes. yeah, yeah. I have, yeah, we have big games and more time. Woo! All right. Well, it was awesome. great to meet you guys. Thanks great so much. Thank, Thank you so, so much, much, man. Dreams coming true here at Nerds Like Us Midnight right. Screening. Bernie bringing amazing people together. Of weird science. Well, what time we got? It's eleven thirty, Derek. I think it is pretty much time for us to I, start wrapping I, this up. Yeah, right I think now. we've uh, I think we've peaked. I don't think we can top that. No, no, you can't. When you've yeah, had, when you've had was... the star of Weird Science come talk to you on your show, that's, that's... it doesn't you know, doesn't yeah, get any better than that for the night. We don't so. need to say anything else. Yes. Yeah. Um yeah, so 
I am I'm glad that you're going to experience weird science for the first time. I, I am ready. On a big screen. I'm ready. And I hope that it does not disappoint you. But again, it's just it's one of those just go in expecting silly eighties comedy. And, and I, I am. and you're gonna be, and you'll I, be on there. Even you'll before, be on board. Even before you said that I uh, I ha- I just kind of know that that's what it is, mm-hmm. uh, but I'm because I'm expecting it. Uh, I'm really looking forward to it, so awesome. I- I'm excited. All right. Well, uh, this has been the Jack of All Nerd Show. You can check us out live Sunday nights from eight to ten p.m. on chaoticradio.com. That's chaotic with a K. And uh, we're going to be heading on inside for the screening very shortly. Here, I know Bernie's going to be giving some stuff away. He did say best bra, so if you've got your bras on. Put them on your heads. Uh, like if you showed, like, like gentlemen, if you showed up without a bra, but you have a girlfriend that's wearing one, get that bra, put it on your head. You might win something. Just saying. It's worth it. Just saying. All right. So, <laughs> uh, Derek, once again, thank you for coming. Always. And this has been the Jack of All Nerds. We will talk at you later. 